Indeed it is, Marissa. A podcast for me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. Are not related. And this is a show that has traveled through lots of pipes and wires, and even in some cases over the air, to find its way to your ears, because there's something that you should really know. Uh, in other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Where do the pipes come in? The internet. Oh, what? I don't... I'm really stupid tech-wise. <laughs> Never mind. Let's not dwell on that. How are you? Uh, I'm all right. Today I voted because yeah. we're recording on a Tuesday. Do you think I'm we'll have gonna, any idea who what? won an election by the time this episode comes out? Oh, God. It'll probably be close, but we still won't know because of all, like, tallying ballots and shit. Yeah. Mail in ballots. I'm not going to pretend I voted Pete. I tried to change my address a week ago, which was too late, and mm. I wasn't allowed to vote, and I feel like an asshole. <laughs> I, Did you uh, know that, that that matters? I thought I could just show up and be like, this is my new place. I didn't know I had to change. I feel really stupid. Yeah, Maybe I think you have to that. have like, a proof of the change of address and everything like that. I need to like, was- spot. There was a guy behind me that was voting there for the first time, and he had to show an ID. See, I thought that's all I had to do, but they said I had to, like, change my registration. I don't know. Someone's probably going to tell me that I'm wrong, and I probably could have voted. I don't don't know. Probably like, you're brown. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, I still get voting things for Liz, so I hope wherever she is right now, she is also trying to vote and being annoyed that she can't vote. (laughs) She was really into new agey stuff, and surprisingly, new agey stuff is starting to overlap with right-wing conservatism, so I'm going to assume <laughs> she would vote for Oz, so I hope she didn't vote. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, does she live in PA? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Okay. I'm sorry. Let's not dox your ex-girlfriend. Uh, anyway. So that's how you are? You feel empowered by your vote? I think I think so. That's my success Good. of the week. I don't really recall yesterday, and I've been reading a lot of papers. So, oh, it's cold. Sorry, I'm outside. Yeah, that's how you are. Yeah, I'm outside, and uh, there's I'm a plane sorry. flying by. I got very distracted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So, uh, this weekend, um, me and Aaron went to Baltimore on a whim and we went to this. Did I already tell you about the pants? The pants? No. Okay. So we we're sitting at this bar. Do you know what, like, do you know what you can do in Baltimore? Uh, go to the aquarium. You can be more. Oh, shut up. Oh, is that, oh God, is that that horrible, is that the place that has a horrible, like, soulful commercial? I have no idea. Oh. It's just making a oh, B-more God, joke. it is, it is. Okay, if I wasn't recording this podcast in a public space, I would sing it. Uh, the, the commercials for Baltimore infuriate me the same way those Jill Scott um, nationwide commercials. <laughs> like, it's a very soulful song that is way too sincere and it makes me makes my skin crawl come on town to baltimore they go they go i don't know what it is but whatever it is the lady pronounces baltimore she goes baltimore and it i want to kill myself i like that um yeah so we went to baltimore and i'm sitting at this bar and there's this cute young bartender and she goes you guys look young and trendy to me and aaron she's like do you know what cargo pants are and i was like yes and then she's like what are they made out of and i was like they could be made out of a lot of things and i like we were like, talking about different fabrics <laughs> yeah i don't and then she showed me a picture and they're definitely not what i would call cargo pants if i say ufo pants does that mean anything to you no okay when i was in high school all the quote-unquote ravers uh, used to wear something called UFO pants, and they were really wide-leg pants, but they weren't jeans. They were made out of, like, I think, like, swishy material. 
and like they would have like reflective strips on them. Do you know what I mean? Okay, I'm looking at UFO parachute cargo pants. Yeah, so that's what we called UFO pants, and I never, I used to wear wide leg pants, but I thought UFO pants looked idiotic, and I never owned them. Uh, so in my mind, I was like, she asked me if said I look young and trendy, so she wanted to know what UFO pants are made out of. And she's like, I wore them to an EDM concert last night. And I was like, oh, how old are you? I haven't seen those since I was in high school. And she was like, oh, I'm 24. And I was like, oh, I am a lot older than you. So you own like, the pants, ma'am. I guess it's You could go home and look at the tag. And I don't know if you knew this, but they usually tell you what it's made out of. Well, yeah, later on I Googled it and I told her, she's like, oh, I could have Googled it too, but that's cheating. But mind you, I, I have no problem with this girl. I ain't touched the pants, bitch. <laughs> she, I just I just have to say, I guess I officially felt old. I knew why leg pants were back. I did not know UFO pants were back for quote-unquote ravers. And then later on, because like, you know, I like going, like, goth clubbing and, and stuff like that. So I, I said, like, hey, do you know anywhere, like, around here that's cool to go dancing? Assuming, like, she would tell me, like, a cool place. And she's like, well... Bye! I only know Hi. places with, like... <laughs> she's like, I only know places with, like, where you'll be, like, crammed with, like, 25-year-olds. And I know you don't want that. Uh, let me think of places. And she was, like, thinking of places where, like, old people go dancing. There's, like, a retirement home down the street. <laughs> she was, like, you go dance at the Four Seasons, but he needs a collared shirt. And then I just, then I was, like, I'm over this. I want to go home. <laughs> I want to go home. So that's it. That's how I am. I'm reckoning with my uh, increasing age, apparently. So this week on the podcast, How Did We Get Weird with Vanessa Bear and Jonah Bear. They had on Whitmer Thomas, and they had like a style type of episode, and they were mm-hmm. talking about festivals and wearing like jinkos to them. So they were like almost kind of like getting on, up on the same thing that the parachute pants seem to be for. I'm sorry, were they talking about that in their youth or now? In their youth. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I mean, I wonder yeah. if jinkos still make pants. I hope they do. That's fun. But yeah, parachute pants and Jenkos were different because Jenkos were denim. But yeah, yeah, I had de- I had Jenkos. I just felt like I was better than, than UFO pants for some reason. So, what did what did Jenkos costs back then? A lot of money. Okay. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I am notoriously cheap with my jeans. I think I got a pair of Jenkos that was $50, and that felt like a lot of money to me, but I know people spend like $100 on their jeans. I was going to uh, say, they are still in business, and you can get a pair for $225. What? Okay. There's no Damn it, way Biden. <laughs> Even inflation I- on the Jenkos. <laughs> I might have only owned one pair, and like maybe they're on sale, but like... I would never, ever, even today, even when I made more money than I've ever made in my life, would never consider a $200 pair of jeans. Like, I wouldn't even look at it. So there's no way my parents paid that. (laughs) That's crazy. They probably just assumed they could get wealthy millennials who are nostalgic. They have a less baggy one that's $130. And I think it's just funny that it's less baggy. It's like you're literally paying for the fabric, okay? I don't. Who's buying those? I know Gen Zers are wearing really big pants now, but where would they have $200 from? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. If anybody's interested, uh, free shipping on orders over $50. Or, I'm I mean, sorry, over $100. And it looks like you can't get anything for under $100. <laughs> oh, I will say, though, I am sometimes nostalgic for these like pair of black jinkles I had. And they were really wide leg. And I think like they had flames on the butt pockets. And if I, like, wore, like, I, I know this is not an appropriate term, but, you know, what you call, like, wife beater tank top, mm-hmm. I would kind of look like, I would feel like I looked like Aaliyah. <laughs> so I missed that outfit. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. We have a call from Alex, but we can't get to it this week. Damn technology! So instead, we'll just jump right to an icebreaker. But we didn't want you to think that you were forgotten, Alex. Icebreaker. So, Marissa, related to my topic today, I like to pick the icebreakers when I do the topic because I can make them transition a bit, you know? Mm -hmm. If somebody made you do this, because I don't think you would do it on your own. Okay. 
could you define like one or two catchphrases for yourself or mottos for life? <laughs> oh, when I used to work in a corporate place, it had nothing to do with the fact that I worked in a corporate place, but I was just so bored all the time and I would want to make people laugh. I used to make a catchphrase for every year. Mm, I think like right. one year I, I said like trash sass and a lot of ass. <laughs> I don't even know what I said. It made no sense. And I was like, this year I'm going to be trash. <laughs> I was like, huh, huh, when am, aren't I? Am I right? Um, so I'm supposed to like think of something that really encapsulates my life. Like a philosophy or something like that. Like, uh, okay, I- one of them would be let it all burn. <laughs> That's a good one. The other one is, I don't know, leave me alone. (laughs) I feel like that is like the essence of me. I don't know, and who cares? (laughs) Anyone who cares too much annoys me. So, yeah, how about you? I thought, I'm not really happy having vulgarity in it, but I thought a good one would be, Fuck you, Chill bitch. the fuck out. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That one. Because that one. throwing it, throwing fucking to chill out, like yeah, contradicts it in a nice way. Where I feel like, like I do want to chill out, but sometimes I can't chill out. I feel like this kind of captures everything in one thing. Yeah. I and like also, that. there's a lot of times when I'm just like, can you chill out for a second so that I can take care of something? Everyone's got to chill out. Chill out and be like, I don't care. It's like both of that. Yeah. Oh, the other one I would say is like my favorite phrase to just throw off at people is follow your heart. (laughs) I'm sorry. You believe that should be one of your mottos? (laughs) Excuse me? Pete Phillips. Follow your heart. <laughs> I, I don't know. I agreed with the first one. I don't know if I believe that one. Um, Should you follow your heart? If I follow my heart, no. boy, would I have really bad decisions in my life. At some point, I had to follow logic a little bit. Yeah. But I do... Okay. Um, every what, time you know, I Is this going to be a podcast about following our hearts? Every time I think of following my heart, like like the phrase "follow your heart," I always think of like a, an actual bloody heart. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather follow that, that sentient that you have to follow <laughs> around. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a child continuously kicking a grill. <laughs> Can you hear that in the recording? No, only when you were quiet before. Oh God. Okay, I just. I understand he's a child, but he's old enough to know that that's not an acceptable social thing to do. But, uh, that's sorry, let's, let's continue. Fuck you, you're not my mom. <laughs> that's his motto. <laughs> uh, so, Marissa, if you yeah. went to Etsy, you would yeah. find over 12,000 products if you search okay. the phrase, live, laugh, love. Oh, I forgot I asked you to do a show. I was like, what is this going to be about? (laughs) Many of the products that you'll find are ironic, but most of them are sincere. I mean, like, how is it ironic? Like, do they have, like, a picture and it's like... I don't even know. How do you make that ironic unless you change the wording slightly? One, yeah, it, it would be by changing the words. One says, live, laugh, poop... Okay, that's not One even... Is live, laugh, love, but with Kim Jong-un. What does that mean? Um, one says live, laugh, love with Skeletor. What does any of that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Do any of them say live, laugh, love? One says live, laugh, lay down, suppressive fire. I don't know what that means. What? <laughs> but no, Marissa, that's a really good one. I would rather one that says with laugh love. And yeah. I don't even, does that mean anything? I don't know, but it's funner. <laughs> it's more funny than any of the ones you just said. <laughs> I'm sorry. This one actually is fun and appropriate for us. 
What does it say? There's one that says live, laugh, love. And then there's smaller words underneath each one of those words. So altogether it says live through the ditches, laugh through the witches. <laughs> <laughs> Love in the back of my Dragula. <laughs> okay, you know what? That's really good. <laughs> I want that. Is that like in a in a crocheted pillow? Like how? What it is looks that like a canvas print. <laughs> oh, I, I want like a, a quilt that says that. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's really funny. <laughs> so live, laugh, love is still out there, and some people are forecasting that it is coming back what do you mean <laughs> what so i got a few different sources here the first is elephant.art which is an art website okay um whether gracing suburban living rooms on driftwood plaques and shabby chic photo frames or infusing the facebook pages of boomer wine moms this phrase has the ability to polarize opinion more than any political flashpoint I don't know if that's true. I think, you know, a lot of people would be like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, it makes sense with boomer wine moms, but I mean, like, I mean, yeah, if I saw that, like, if I saw that in a Gen Z's Facebook and it didn't seem ironic, my mind would be blown. <laughs> <laughs> the phrase served as a really snappy way of reminding consumers of what they deemed the most important things in life. And it's no coincidence that this aligns with times of financial instability worldwide, says Cassandra Gagnon, interior analyst at WGSN. I don't, that's not the game show network, but I don't know what it. Okay. Um, okay. While the feel good message of live, laugh, love appealed in times of hardship, so too did the medium on which it was often found. So basically, okay. they made cheap stuff. Uh, with Live, Laugh, Love on it. So in the wake of the 2008 recession, consumers sought inspiration for affordable interior design on image-based inspiration sites like Pinterest and craft-focused e-commerce stores like Etsy. I mean, I just want to, before I forget to say this, I, God bless him. I know he did this to, like, make the home, make his house seem more homey before we moved in together. And I think to sort of cater to me, but I did mention, right, that Aaron bought a little block sign that says, may today be filled with kindness, self-love, and joy. That's different, though. And it's on our mantle because I live with him and I have to incorporate things he buys so it doesn't seem like I am a dictator. <laughs> yeah, that's what but my mom implied when knows. we went to visit Marissa. She was like, so where's... Everything that belongs to Aaron. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I didn't tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> Prints bearing motivational slogans in cursive type and would cut out words like dream, family, joy, and blessed were marketed as an easy way to, com to make a house a home. Live, uh, Laugh, no. Love found its true calling in the form of easy to produce and relatively cheap to buy wood art decor attractive for its accessibility in terms of both price and content <laughs> but like i don't know wouldn't i don't know once you see someone having that like don't you want to your house to not look the same as your neighbors says live let like i guess just like i don't Keep, know you know what up with the joneses i guess i'm full of shit because everyone had oh my god I'd rather live, laugh, love than one of those keep calm and carry on shit. Yeah, yeah, that those was the, that was the, um, hold on a second, because they did mention that. Yeah, that in different times, keep calm and carry on was uh, a big leading up to the recession. But then after the recession, I guess people were like, it's so hard. We need to like raise people's spirits. So let's remind them to live, laugh and love. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just saying I have PTSD of the time where people would use keep calm and carry on, but try to make it cheeky. And it made no sense. Like, keep calm and eat chocolate on. Like, like they were so lazy. Like, keep calm and book on. Like, it was just like, there was like nothing. I was just like, yeah. try harder, bitch. So Google Trends tells us that live, laugh, love peaked in interest in 2012 
And despite sinking lower before it, it's only half as trendy as that peak right now. Wow, that's sad. States loving this stuff are Oregon, West (laughs) Virginia, and Iowa. Whoa, Portland, come on. You need to, like, step it up to bring that number down. Portland is our number one metro area. Wait, but it's not popular in Portland, though, right? Isn't that where no, everyone's like, Portland is the number one metro <gasps> area where people search for live, laugh, love. Really? I thought Portland was, like, we're supposed to be, like, like, like unique, create weird yeah. hipster people. That's fascinating. Oh, but maybe they'd argue that they're all doing it ironically. <laughs> Second is Albany, New York. Third oh, is Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, okay. Yeah, I have family in Albany. I feel like they do have stuff with, like, with statements on it. But, Marissa, here's the big thing. I I can't figure out how to make it into a cute thing to tease to you, but Harrisburg is number five on the list. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Fuck. I mean, I have not seen anyone's house in Harrisburg because we have no friends, but I guess I have... I don't have Live, Left, Love, but I do have a plaque, but... Mm -hmm. God, that's... I gotta move. In the country. Uh, that really ups- <laughs> Pete, I don't know if it sounds like I'm just trying to be funny. That really upsets me. Now, to be fair, it is the Harrisburg metropolitan area, which extends from York to Lancaster to Harrisburg. Oh, it's probably all in Lancaster. <laughs> yeah, keep <laughs> telling yourself that. Here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now we're going to Refinery29 as a source. Um, Etsy revealed via its trend expert... Dana Isom jo- Johnson. I got through huh? Dana and Isom, but I messed up Johnson. <laughs> uh, that there have been over 103,000 searches for on Etsy for Live, Laugh, Love in the last 12 months alone. What a bunch of losers. This was in 2021. I think like the middle of 2021. And there are... Oh, and at the time, there are 8,123 products bearing the words on the site. Current that was the middle of 2021. Now it's past 12,000. Should I just make live, laugh, love pumpkins? Yeah, you should. <laughs> uh, she adds, shoppers are increasingly identifying with other positive affirmations, including good vibes, be kind, and dream big. <laughs> what a fuck! Oh my god, I'm sorry, you guys. You know I try to be open-minded. <laughs> what a bunch of losers. Good vibes make Listen, me want to kill myself. If you have something in your home that says good vibes, you can still keep listening because we're going to hear some defense points later. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm guys. You know what? You know what? I am an ornery bitch. <laughs> I'm glad I it's you won't... this episode because I was telling Marissa that I feel like a cranky old man when we do this <laughs> show. Oh, I'm definitely an ornery bitch when it comes to like this shit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like. I don't know. I mean, my mother did give me a placard that says, like, when I said I'm cleaning my house, I'm actually drinking two bottles of wine. <laughs> and I liked it because it came from my mom. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> but I don't know that I would have bought it myself. Anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. Those numbers might explain why these pseudo-spiritual offerings are currently invading our homes and Instagram grids. Are these positive affirmations evidence that we are all just searching for a glimmer of hope amid the desolate wasteland of modern life, modern politics? Or is it a sign and that we're aching, all a bunch of losers? And the aching chasm of human waste that is social media? It is, perhaps. No creativity. <laughs> it, is it, perhaps, an attempt to be good when things are so bad? Faith Cook, an Instagram fitness influencer says that this is exactly why she uses the hashtag on a majority of her Instagram posts. She wants to, quote, remind people to live happy and not take what you do so seriously. She adds, you should love your life and where you're at. You should love yourself and laugh at yourself. So I use it for so many reasons, but mainly to love who you are and remember to laugh. I just want to say this. Those quotes make her sound as (laughs) vapid as a person... (laughs) Who would use uh, this expression? <laughs> I was going to say, I agree with her 100%. But you shouldn't need to put a thing that reminds you of that. If you need to be reminded, you need a different life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Know Your Meme, 
live, laugh, love is considered a catchphrase which has become associated with basic culture and is derided as a generic, shallow motto one should avoid. But this was only added to Know Your Meme three years ago, and it was last updated two years ago. So I think that we might have some Gen Z terrorists on Know Your Meme. (laughs) Uh, One can only hope. Sylvia Sierra, sociolinguist and author of Millennials Talking Media, believes that the Mm. internet backlash against Live, Laugh, Love derives from its triteness. It's yeah, no shit. That's not. I could you could write you a book. You could have wrote a book, Marissa. If you wrote the book first, I would have been calling you a sociolinguist. <laughs> like no fucking shit, lady. <laughs> it seems <laughs> inauthentic, and authenticity is something younger people especially value when it comes to their online content. Okay. I feel like is that only younger people? Doesn't everyone, in theory, value authenticity? Uh, but I'm also going to say that, like. 85% of all social media is presenting your best. <laughs> so yeah, you're, you like are being inauthentic. People. Yeah, 100%. Sierra continues, For people who are online, on Twitter and Reddit, places where there's a lot more real talk that had quotes around it, mm. she thinks that real talk happens on the internet, which makes you wonder what real means. The fuck is... I don't... Okay, I'm sorry. There's a lot more real talk about the news and what's going on in the world. The whole idea of live, laugh, love is laughable. Perhaps it was intended to be, Sierra. Yeah, it's almost like an opiate of the masses, toxic positivity kind of thing. And this idea of just be content with your lot in life and don't struggle for anything better. I mean, I don't think live, laugh, love means don't struggle for anything better. I think she's, I think this lady needs to chill. (laughs) Yeah. Live, laugh, love, like get in the corner (laughs) and stay there. But at the same time, I do think that there, well, this was another topic I was considering doing, but I can't get into it right now. But like, I think that there is some significance to reminding people to be content with your life and don't struggle for anything better. <laughs> it's like, let's get rid of that last part, but like be content with your lot in life. There are some yeah. people who should be content with their lot in life and stop trying to become a professional NFL coach. It's like, it's not going to happen. You're over 50 years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, like, stop trying to be a, a rapper. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I don't think my family listens, so I can say that. You know, never yeah. mind. Let me yeah. stop. Okay. Yeah. The Live, Laugh, Love revival could come around sooner than we think. Biz Sherbert, which is the person's real name. Wow. She sounds like someone who has a good vibes tapestry on her wall. <laughs> Biz Sherbert. Maybe it's not a real name because she also works at a place called the Digital Fairy. <laughs> Uh, culture editor at the marketing agency, The Digital Fairy, believes that the expression's simple positivity might even begin to resonate in this area of continuous crisis. I don't believe anything someone who works for a marketing company says. They just right. sound like they're delusional. But the alternative would be, I guess, doing a man-on-the-street type of thing and getting people's actual opinions, and who has time for that? Mm-hmm, yep. She says, I think Live, Laugh, Love will be ironically reproduced by trendsetters, but the mindset will actually take deeper roots. It's kind of an infectious way to approach the world once you let yourself get into it. After all, Marissa, who doesn't want to just live, laugh, and love? I don't think it's an infectious anything. I will say that my favorite podcaster, Henry Zabrowski, from Last Podcast on the Left, does end every podcast with Live, Love, Laugh. And I think it's half sincere, but it comes from someone who just, like, talks about blood and guts all the time. So it mm-hmm. seems kind of funny. But, yeah, you know what? I accept it when he says it. Now, we have a Vice article from the UK in which they have different people defend their use of live, laugh, love. Okay, so this is Leanne, who's 36 years old. I picked her because she was around our age. 
and she is from Surrey. Live long, laugh loud, love life, reads the wooden heart currently hanging from a doorknob on magazine editor Leanne's home. She only recently hung the heart after discovering the decoration in old boxes when she was cleaning up. Originally, it had been an engagement gift from a friend in 2015. Wow. Dumb that friend. I thought it was a nice sentiment, and I hadn't really heard it before, Leanne says. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> of her reaction at the time of receiving it. They got fashionable very quickly, and suddenly they were cheesy. She originally hung the hearts on the wall in her kitchen room, or kitchen slash living room area. After a few years, she realized the slogan was mocked. A younger colleague, who was probably in her 20s, mentioned something about people having them in their homes, and it was an off-the-cuff comment. I wasn't bothered, but I did think, oh, I guess I didn't realize that there's something to make fun of. So Yo, I just if thought- you're 36, <laughs> you are not so old that you need a younger colleague to tell you that that is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, whoa, what the shit? This person lives like they live in another universe. When Leanne moved house in 2018, she simply didn't hang the heart again. I was a bit embarrassed, I suppose, she says, explaining that she didn't like the feeling that she was part of a fad. Okay, lady. Yet, after being furloughed earlier this year, Leanne rediscovered the heart and hung it again. I hate this article. I like them. I think they're really sweet, and I don't think people really care... People make fun of lots of things all the time, she says. She explains that her husband, that she and her husband have a toddler and they have Disney and Marvel posters all over their home. I'm not ashamed or embarrassed because that's who we are, she says. Okay, first of all, that's not comparable because that's like, what? That's, that's, that's not a thing that people really make fun of nowadays. So that, I don't think that's comparable. But two, I will say, do I think live, laugh, love shit is like ridiculous? Yes. But again, the way Pete said chill or the way I said, I don't care. Like, I don't care. Like, I would never look at someone who had a live, laugh, love poster and be like, oh, you dumb bitch. Like, what a, what a fool. Like, I'd be like, if you like that, cool. I think it's corny as shit, but like, you do you. Like, I, the fact that she, that she liked it is silly. But like, you know, like, like quaint, but like a little silly. But then the fact that she needed a, a zoomer to tell her it was uncool <laughs> and then it shamed her from having it is even sadder to me for some reason. Uh, you're going to have, if I can get this over to you, you might have, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, that's busy as fuck. Yeah, the reason I wouldn't hang the hearts is simply because the decoration is not pretty. <laughs> what is happening there? Yeah. <laughs> so, where was I? So, that's a little bit about Live, Laugh, Love. Mm-hmm. What's the question I didn't answer, Marissa? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> The quote has been falsely attributed to Ralph Waldo Emerson. Good point. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I I never thought it was a quote from someone. I thought it was just some bullshit like Hallmark came up with or something. The quote has been falsely attributed to Ralph Waldo Emerson thanks to a 1990 Dear Abby column in which she cited him as the person who said it. (laughs) Oh. By mistake. Two years later, she issued a retraction. Good. Good for her. That's what good journalism is. (laughs) A similar phrase, popular on condolence cards, comes from James Joyce's 1939 novel, Finnegan's Wake. That quote is, they lived and laughed and loved and left. Mm. But. Oh, I want, I would totally support having sighs and say live, laugh, love, leave. Yeah. They have uh, doormats on Etsy that say that. Oh, no, I don't like it anymore. So, the truth is, it was originally written as the winning entry in an essay contest run by Brown Book Magazine. The prompt was, what constitutes success? Mm, Okay. 
Bessie Anderson Stanley won a cash prize of $250, which paid off the mortgage on her house, among other things. Again, remember, Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Inflation. What year year was this again? This was in... Well, she died in 1952. Oh, okay. I feel like it was in the, like, late... To mid, mid to late 30s. Wow. Poor lady's not getting her credit. When she died in... See, this is interesting because you read this differently than I did. When she died in 1952 at age 73, the verse was inscribed on her gravestone in Lincoln Cemetery, Kansas. And now if people see her gravestone, they're just going to think she's basic as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was bad. like, oh man, she wrote a thing and that's all she is now. Just like Marissa was talking about. She's been reduced to this quote. It's even on her gravestone. Yeah, I don't like that. Especially because no one's going to know she did it. And they're just going to think that her family sucks. So, for this contest, our friend Bessie Anderson Stanley decided that she would write a poem. And it goes a little something like this. Hit it. Success by Bessie Anderson Stanley. He has achieved success... Who has lived well, laughed often, and loved much. Who has enjoyed the trust of pure women, the respect of intelligent men, and the love of little children. Who has filled his niche and accomplished his task. Who has left the world better than he found it, whether by an improved poppy, a perfect poem, or a rescued soul. Who has never lacked appreciation of the earth's beauty or failed to express it who has always looked for the best in others and given them the best he had, whose life was an inspiration, whose memory was a benediction. I had a hard time focusing after you said something about pure women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Who has enjoyed the trust of pure women. Yeah, what does I that looked, even mean? I looked to make sure that that wasn't a typo and that it <laughs> should say the thrust of pure women. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That's fun. Yeah, I, 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 there are parts where I'm kind of like, I don't know if I agree with you, uh, Bessie, but... No, I don't. Somebody's got to love impure women. <laughs> I mean, exactly. <laughs> so that's where it comes from. Fascinating. Um, a, a lady who just sent a poem into a contest and won 250 bucks. That is really interesting. I don't think anyone knew that. Man, Wow. They should start putting her name under it every time it's yeah. put somewhere. Well, they actually, I don't know how to say this, Marissa, but the poem is in the public domain. Oh, So, like, why? she would oh. get credit, but she wouldn't get, like, financial credit. Well, yeah, but she should at least get, like, just credit in, on, on the page. Yeah. Maybe, okay. um... I'm gonna make a Wiv-Waf Wub shirt on our on our y'all heard um, nice. Redbubble and then attribute it to I don't know either Ralph Wald what is it Ralph Waldo Emerson <laughs> what is Emerson's name Waldorf Waldo Waldo what is, oh, okay I wasn't sure if I made but that it would up. be better <laughs> okay <laughs> oh you should make it Rolf. Oh, I like from that. the Muppets because yeah, he's a dog. I like that. And for some okay. reason, I hear a dog saying "with <laughs> a cute like floppy-eared dog." Now, according to the in U.S. inflation calculator, if she won two hundred and fifty dollars in nineteen thirty-nine, that would be worth five thousand dollars today. Yeah, that's still not a lot for something that's in all these bitches' homes. Why do I keep saying bitches and it sounds like it's anti-women? I'm just saying words, but for some reason it sounds like so pointedly against women when I say that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Better you than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that it? That's it, man. Either oh, way, oh, thank you. Oh, wait, I see it now. I've scrolled a bit and it says, live, laugh. I read it wrong. Originally I said, live, laugh, lay down, suppressive fire. What it's supposed to be is live, laugh, lay down, suppressive fire. And then there's a picture of a gun underneath. What is suppressive fire? Um, shoot at people until they can't advance. Oh, Marissa, the other thing I meant to tell you is there's a lot of, uh, live, laugh, love. You know, I told you with Kim Jong un. 
Yeah. They have the same exact stuff, but instead of King Jong-un, they have Pitbull. <laughs> okay, I have a lot of things to say. One, I don't get that at all. <laughs> Two, I hope the suppressive fire thing is like a Call of Duty reference. Otherwise, what is it just like? Promoting violence against people? Yeah, gun lovers can live, laugh, and love too. I don't. Yeah, but wait, what is suppressive fire again? Um, just shooting until people can't advance. That sounds bad. <laughs> what? I don't know. This doesn't make sense to me. Oh, did you just send it to me? What is? Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! Why are there pumpkins behind him? <laughs> Guys, it's a tapestry. This is live, period, laugh, period, love, period, attributed to Mr. Worldwide, which is Pitbull. So there's a huge picture of Pitbull, but there's a fucking, like, like plethora of pumpkins behind him. It's like a stock photo of pumpkins that are not on oh the vine. God, that's really good. <laughs> I, you know what? I wish we had that in our house. <laughs> I want that in our house. That's well, it's only absurd. $20, Marissa. <laughs> Oof. Guys, if you want to buy me a Christmas present, let's Marissa's, talk. is getting the best uh, wedding wish list <laughs> of all time. Uh, yeah, guys, Pete asked what if I had any requests for a topic, and I said if you could do those like weird dumb sign things, live, laugh, love sign. And I don't even know what I what I wanted him to to do with it, but boy, Pete, you exceeded my expectations. Thank you. Yeah, uh, there had been a few places that sort of did the, they say deep dive on where it came from, but really the the dive is over once you discover the poem. You're just like, I mean, oh, this is where it's from. So I but, didn't know that it was supposedly coming back. I didn't know that it was still considered successful, and I definitely did not know Harrisburg was at the epicenter of Live, Laugh, Loveville. Yeah. Woof, top, I need to one, leave. Number five in the top five metropolitan areas. Where live, laugh, love trends. I need to fucking leave. I don't deserve to be here. <laughs> no, no. They don't deserve to have you. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, so Pete, um, yeah, have you ever received any... So, so yeah, so I have the sign that Aaron put in his other house that I felt like I should put in our house. I put that little wine placard my mother gave me. But again, my mother gave it to me, so it's fun. If if an older person gives it to me, it's fun. Uh, and I got, this is not quite the same, but I did get a housewarming gift from uh, my friend that just has a skeleton sitting by the fire. And it says, every house I live in is a haunted house, which mm-hmm. I feel like is comparable a little bit. I noticed all of these things. Yeah, so. So it's effective. How about, yeah, how about you? Do you have anything like that? Well, uh, when when I was with Heather, we took a mm. picture of ourselves, and when we were looking at it, I said, hashtag blessed. Oh, God, did she, did she put that on the internet? No, no. Oh, okay. But she did paint me a canvas that says hashtag blessed. Oh, that's worse. She got me a candle that says blessed. Um, wow, she's really milking this bullshit. Oh, 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 so each time I look at those, I laugh. But um, and, and you I'm afraid to bit. take the canvas off the wall because it is painted, and I'm afraid and that like the paint item. No, that it's gonna have oh. like a a square behind it. You know. So yeah, this is the only one who I would think would give you a cursed canvas. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I get confused by your girlfriends. That's why, like. I, I was like, oh, surely you would agree with me. Why do you seem like I slightly said something too intense? And then, and then I realized. So, yeah, um, yeah, so it was a funny, a funny joke yeah. between us. And oh, so she knew it was a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, okay, guys. Because with the she, girlfriend, I thought he meant. I would have taken it as Pete made a joke, and yeah. she didn't understand it. Was she a was joke. the one who said that. The Lumineers' Hey Ho is our song, and never consulted me on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Your life is horrible, then. <laughs> I would break up with somebody who said that bullshit. This is our song. And I'm like, really? 
Why did she say that? I don't know. I, I what don't. A it could have been. Bitch. It could have been that we were like out one time and the song okay. came on. And what I like to do when that song comes on, which I think most people who have, I guess, like a a bad feeling towards that song, is like you say "Hey and Ho," uh-huh. but you say it in the wrong spot every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And maybe she thought that I was trying to sing along and that it was our song. <laughs> okay, see, exactly. Uh, she is someone who would misunderstand things. Guys, wildly. I also dated a girl who wanted to build a bridge across the ocean, so uh, this, isn't, yeah. this isn't the worst. Uh, Plugs. Marissa, do you have anything to plug this week? Ooh, um... Anything, I don't know, maybe pumpkin-related? Oh, well, see... I'm not. Um, I'm not adding anything new to my website for now until I do my this market. Is but stockpiling. Yeah, but I, I guess I might as well say, it. guys, if you live uh, in the Philly area or like, like you go into Philly, um, you might be familiar with the Mutter Museum. It's the Medical Oddities Museum. On December 12th, they're going to have their um, <clears throat> Mary Mutter Emporium, where it's like like a spooky holiday market a little bit. And uh, I'm going to be one of the vendors. So yeah, basically. Uh, I am still selling pumpkins that I had listed already, but I have, I'm not putting any more listings. Um, you might have heard me say before I'm making like clay pumpkin jars, uh, and other like vessels, all pumpkin related. Um, and now I'm making like holiday Can I get a pumpkin pumpkins. If <laughs> you supply an urn, it's all stuff I already have. But yeah, oh, I forgot to mention some- there is a company. That made a live, laugh, love coffin. And when you open it up, you know, for like an open casket, yeah. you know, it's, it says live, laugh, love above the person. That's and horrible. it looks like shit, but it That's looks like, um, amazingly bad. It like the exterior looks like, like rustic furniture. Like it looks kind of unfinished in ways. Like, like, oh, God, it's so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, monstrous. (laughs) It was bad. And the the company took some heat for that. But the company said, there are a lot of people who really like this product. And so we're going to keep selling it for $1,500 to $2,500. If you put your loved one in that casket, I hope they haunt you. (laughs) Wait, yeah, anyway... Back to what I was saying. Uh, if you're, if you want to check out the stuff I make, you can go to thirty one pumpkin lane dot uh, com. Like I said, very good, I'm not very good. We'd have a lot any- of people geographically wandering the streets looking for pumpkin lane. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, so I will be selling at a market on the twelfth in Philadelphia. But you know, you could shop myself now. Um, and after the market, I will I will put some new inventory. Thank you, everyone who has supported me so far. I got I got a lot of people uh, buying from it. Uh, Did you happen yes. to hear from my sister? No. That's okay. She really enjoyed um, the case. I oh, guess. Good. Uh, I called it a like a trinket. I tin. see. I think you did because my mom called it like a trinket box. Okay, okay. So and I'm she like, liked it where's good, my mom but... coming up with trinket box? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I called it a trinket tin. Did she say, wow, this looks like a basketball. I love Space Jam. <laughs> Not that I know of. Okay, I think I did call it Monstar, which I think is the name of the people in Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm self-aware, guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Pete, what will you plug? I am going to... Um... Take this opportunity to plug the La Brea Purvea. Uh, feel free to subscribe. Um, I, I shared I shared with my friend Marissa that we have as many listeners over there as we do here. Let's I don't, not explain <laughs> what that means. Does I don't that know. mean we have a whole bunch there? Exactly. Or here, don't 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 um, qualify that. But yeah, so so it seems that some people have found it on their own, and um, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. But also, here's the big news. They're having a fall finale of La Brea next week. Oh. That means I get to actually take it easy for the holidays. Good for and you. And not jot down notes as fast as my hand can move I was <laughs> on <really> Tuesday nights. <laughs> I was really hoping the big news was that you had sponsors. <laughs> 
which no. our podcast doesn't yeah, have. Yeah, that would horrify you. <laughs> I would <laughs> tell you that personally. <laughs> but I did think um, about reaching out to one of the writers on Twitter. Do it! Like somebody who wrote an episode, but is it like the fantastic. series creator or something? I think you should. That'd yeah. be fantastic. Uh, yeah, I like I said it before, Pete does a fantastic job on that podcast. Uh, so much so that it embarrasses me how little research sometimes I do on the main podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, great, great job, Pete. I, I need to catch up on this one. I, I did admit I did not yet, but uh, I and will because I do like it. If you need a reminder to live, laugh, and love, may I instead suggest that you watch Blockbuster on Netflix. It's just a feel-good show. It's a comedy. It's a sitcom. It takes place in Blockbuster. I mean, it's just it's just fun. It's easy to watch. And there are laughs. I will say it is very easy to watch. Episode one, I didn't have a bunch of laughs, but I don't care because I'll still watch it because it's Randall Park and it's comfortable. Yeah. But... I thought it was going to have a little more LOLing. <laughs> I'm going to live living out loud. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, yeah. Never mind. I was going to go on a tangent about that movie, LOL, but I'm just not going to. Um, but, oh, wait, fuck. Live or laugh. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Guys, I forgot. What I also needed to plug beyond my own stuff is... A Black Lady Sketch Show has one of my favorite skits ever about someone whose house is outfitted with all of these little, like, like live, laugh, love shits. And it's ridiculous. The ending kind of goes a little too over the top, but everything leading up to the end is, like, ridiculous. Pete, have I ever told you to watch that? I think so. Not a Black Lady Sketch Show, but that sketch. I'm going to find it and give it to you because it's beautiful. It, it brings me a lot of joy. And if I, I am impressive, I will have it in the show notes for you, listener. If you're impressive? Yeah, if I'm impressive, because I forget things a lot very easily. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Smell you later, yeah, bitches. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, no. Uh, call, call us at 570-511, bitches. Uh, or email us at shout at y'all heard about me. Is there anything yeah. else, Pete? There is nothing else. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay safe out there. Get your booster shots. Goodbye. Bye-bye, everybody.